Welcome to the Diary of the Devoted podcast. This is Justine, your host of the show of this space. I'm here for the lovers, for those devoted to God, for those who are anchoring into their feminine design, and for those who are commuting with life intentionally. We'll touch on wellness, we'll touch on creativity with depth and communication for the soul. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Diary of the Devoted. I am so excited for today. I'm always very excited to just connect with you all. Today is an exciting day. Well, I feel like this season is really exciting on Diary of the Devoted, but then also in real life as well. I am continuing these episodes and topics about femininity, and I'm really excited about it, and I feel like the direction of this podcast is really going to be supporting women de-armor to remember, and it's de-armoring our heart walls to remember our primordial design as women of God, and so much content and messages and just the media, everything that's pushed online literally is is an opposition to the magnificent reminder that we are women of God. So that's kind of where this this shift is happening on Diary of the Devoted. So I'm excited and I thank you for being here. And then also just in real life a lot. I feel like as soon as fall comes, I mean, it's a time for slowing down and really reflecting a little bit more deeper, preparation before winter. But at the same time, there's so much happening behind the scenes um, for me personally. So I've been content batching and you'll probably be listening to this um, the September, in the middle of September. And yeah. I am excited and I'm grateful that I'm able to even like make time and space for creating these these episodes. So thank you for being here. And I also want to say that, oh, sorry. So I also want to say that I will be sharing uh, some two poems that I actually shared on my Patreon today and then also just getting into the cherished identity and the just devotional just devotional woman reminders that many women I think collectively really need right now so yeah today's been a really good day I just yeah it's been such a good day I ate a really nourishing nutrient dense um plate and I have went on a walk already after my meals that helps balance your blood sugar. I um worked out already. I've been really implementing a lot of weights. I'm I'm like building I'm building in this season. I'm training. I'm not too sure what for, but I'm just training in general. It's just to feel good. I feel very strong right now. And I ate I'm about to eat after I shoot this episode. Um, to really support myself because I ate before I worked out and I'm in the luteal phase. So yeah, but I'm feeling really good. So yeah, let's just get into it. The first, oh, both poems are untitled, but I'm kind of still working on it. So the first one is, 
an ode to just past versions of ourselves. To the girl who's finally come into her own. To the girl who's witnessing more love make itself known. To the girl who's lived many plays and has seen wicked ways of feminine embodiment shown. To the girl who's always intuitively known. A hardened heart and shaky identity is not her full form. She who comes alive at the sea, who is a believer of magical things, who waters the seeds of her beliefs, knows this feminine liberation is more than self-love and boundaries. It surpasses our tenderness towards introverted ways and boxes we create to help keep us safe. It's more internal than external. It's not about what is happening, but who is guiding. Less about why so much change, more about how can we remember the power in God's wave. This collective rise is us on our knees, our prayers, our faith, our ability to live devotionally has always been our pathway to his supernatural peace. So yeah, this was really an ode to past versions of myself. And it's always beautiful to reflect on where you came from, what you've been delivered from, um, because God is so good and God is so faithful. And mindsets that I had in the past, um, ideas that I had that liberation was about solely about self-love and boundaries, which is false. Um, Everything that kind of like everything that just all the mindsets that later led to embodiments that actually weren't my full form, um, it's an ode to that. And I feel like a lot of women can relate to really experiencing more love maybe in this season or who have seen different wicked ways of feminine embodiment shown and who also intuitively knows that a hardened heart and shaky identity is not her full form. And at the time, I didn't realize my identity was shaken. But now that I am I'm so full and, and just content and at peace with who I am as a woman of God, it's, it's, made, it's made known now what I was flowing through back then. So yeah, I hope that you can relate to this and at the end of the day all of it comes down to all of these all these ways of living and pathways that kind of lead us back home and that home is in God and back home to his supernatural peace so yeah it's really beautiful and a beautiful reminder and and yeah us on our knees like us in prayer us living like living in prayer y'all you know us living devotionally us being so in tuned with the heart of god and everything that's moving through us from him is a really like transformational experience that no one can take from you like that journey is sacred and it's to be it's to be just appreciated so yeah, the second poem is about provision, and uh, this one is untitled as well. 
I see God's provision everywhere. From my exhales to the ground I walk on. From his will to my yearnings, always in need of refining. From my endless unbecoming to his loving reminders. From the wisdom and penetrating correction to the daily revelations. From his unwavering guidance to my ever-changing expressions. From the severing of anti-union mindsets to ego deaths in the name of we instead of I. Provision is wisdom. Provision is heart piercing. Provision is a lovely reminder of gracious receivership. And because I see him everywhere, I respect the masculine even more. The story sees and the love increases. She who leads with her listening, who aches for truth and discontinues disempowered ways of showing up anchors into the fact that who we are in him is our greatest freedom because needing him looks like de-armoring our heart walls and embracing what's disguised as false to answer the call time and time again. And that call, I'm sure you can already guess, is living in love and living in union with the heart of God in everything that we do. So this was really just, I've been in a season of, it was really just like a reminder or maybe a realization. I think this poem came with the realization that I really do see God's provision everywhere. And I've been, I, I spoke about in the recent episode on Patreon, the femininity lover's tear, I spoke a little bit about my journaling process and the way that I read the word and that every single day I write, no matter what kind of day it is, week is, week it is, summer it is, I write, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And no matter what it is, I start with a posture, a heart posture of gratitude. And I think this is huge. And I should have put my, what do you call it? I'm, I'm on do not disturb on, on literally all my messages. Um, but apparently not, I mean, not on my MacBook for D. So, but anyways, I, I was just saying that basically like a heart posture of gratitude and just being so receptive to what is penetrating me in life. Like that's the type of season that I've been in. So I see provision everywhere. I see financial provision everywhere. I see not just like financial provision, but spiritual provision. Like I see like provided experiences through the work and hand of God and also through our co-creation with God and our ability to be disciplined, which is a fruit of the spirit our ability to be patient for the spirit, our ability to like reflect, to yield, to receive, to inquire, you know, to pray, to rise, to collect, to assert myself, or not really like assert myself, but I guess in some sort, some way, um, assert myself or really take aligned action um, as a woman. So it's just so beautiful to really see God's provision everywhere. Like I mentioned through my exhales to the ground that I walk 
on, the ground that you walk on. That's how blessed you are through your exhales, you breathing right now, your ability to listen to this podcast, your ability to create the things that you create, your ability to connect with your people through forms of transportation. God is providing you something in every single season. And it's and it's such a blessing. But then also like severing anti-union mindsets. Like it's not just the good things. It's also the, the things that are going to be hard for you to embrace, the things that you need. So, you know, anti-union mindsets. I didn't even know it was anti-union mindsets. I'm going to speak about this um, pretty soon. Um, and then ego death in the name of we instead of I, like really being others focused more than I ever have before. And then just knowing that it's wisdom, provision is wisdom, it's heart piercing. Um, it's a reminder how we can be gracious in our receivership. And our relationship with God sets the tone for everything in our lives. So then I went on to say that I respect the masculine even more. I respect men even more. And this generation, uh, yeah. Anyways, the things that even if I curate my social media to some extent, um, it still some, somehow gets in the field of mindsets and beliefs or messages that are really serving anti-union. Like, it's really serving anti-union um like propaganda and it's sad but yes so go feel free to replay um back to listen to those poems again but i want to continue on because i don't want this episode to be super long um i spoke heavily about all of these topics um in a more unfiltered way on my patreon and i feel very comfortable just speaking about the things i wouldn't I don't feel comfortable speaking about on a public platform like this. Um, so, so yeah, so tune in to that for more unfiltered talks and also relational advice from my personal experiences. So to continue on, I want to just talk about, oh, I'm going to touch a little bit about what I spoke about on the recent episode in the Femininity Lovers Tier. Um, but yeah, I'm going to speak about that and just like remembering our cherished identity and I think that most content in the media is purpose to distract us, to pull us farther away from God. And it really just supports the separation of, of men and women. And I don't think many people encourage or many women really encourage other women to return to the art of daughterhood. Like I don't hear this often, so I'm bringing it to light or to honor union as if their life depends on it. Because anything that serves anti-union propaganda is wicked and it serves culture. And we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. We're called to walk the narrow path, not the broad road. It leads to destruction. Um, that's actually a Bible verse, but genuinely speaking, like it doesn't, anti-union propaganda doesn't support the longevity and human evolution, um, of human evolution and, and fulfillment in our lives. And over the years, I personally realized that, that this propaganda can be as simple as the movies that try to convince us that men, men and the masculine are inherently bad, inherently quote, toxic, aren't quote, stepping up. Like we are stepping up as women. And I just think that's so silly because men are good women are good, both deeply flawed and sinful, but 
through the grace of God, we rise and we are highlighted the ways in which we can grow into more love each day for communing with God in this way. And I think that we see this propaganda through feminist agendas and we see it through movements that have been encouraged through the media for many years now. And all of this to say, I I can go into, I go into deeper depth with this on Patreon, but all of this to say the ways in which that we can combat all of the noise is honoring our differences between men and women, between the energetics of the masculine and the feminine and cutting through the BS and the, and the noise that is really just creating these opportunities for us to be in this loophole of confusion that does not support us or support our people. And before I get into these reminders that will really just like support you and like for you to breathe into it and anchor into this, like, cause you already know listening to this, if you're listening to this, you know. Um, and I just want to say before I get into these reminders that I've been through the thick of it too. Like I've been in the shadows of femininity. I've done like, I'm not, I'm not perfect. You know, like I'm human as well. Um, I've been in the shadows of, of the feminine and I didn't find myself, like, I didn't find my way through myself and I'm comfortable admitting this. Like I'm not self-sourced and I don't want to be, I'm reliant on God and, and D and the community around me and for, for a reason. And there's nothing that really like serves or fills me up more than knowing that I don't have to do this all alone. We were never meant to do this all alone. Our support system is are always here if we're willing to tap into it. So all of that to say that that is self quote love too. And I spoke more about this in the recent episode, but self love it's not just about like setting up boundaries and creating space to like be in our own zone and create boxes of isolation for for really the enemy to come in and, and, and attack our our system and our and our bodies like that's not self love um but anyways so i think that in general we've been conditioned to think that feminine power is how hard we can rebel avoid and just disconnect and armor up. I just have so much to say about, I guess this this feminine response to armor up, to, to close off, to withhold our love, to in a way, in a way shrink. And I wanna say shrink, what I mean by shrink is that it's like, we think we're protecting ourselves. Like I feel like the feminine, like really truly feels like she's protecting herself in this way, but she's only, not only hurting the people around her, but she's hurting herself because we were created to be penetrated. We were created to be open, um, to be receptive. This is in our anatomy. This is not just polarity in this like polarity talk in the spiritual community. Like this is real um and it's also very biological as well so 
I just want to say that we've got it all wrong and we've been taught wrong and it's not our fault that that we've been taught and conditioned wrong. It's okay. It's really what we can do with our awareness now of the disembodied ways of showing up as a woman. And I think that collectively many women are in this like wound or loop of trying to prove herself, trying to prove herself of what she can do, trying to prove herself with her work, trying to prove herself to be a quote, like good girl and a good daughter of God, like trying to get in this loop of, of showing what you have in your hands first before receiving the love that's already there. And I think that we need to know that we were never meant to be the sword. We were never meant to be the sword. It's not in our nature to pour, to penetrate, to, to push, to force our way through life, our way through our relationships, and then also the ways that we navigate for example, our online business. It's not in our nature. And we can, we can, y'all, live from live from our cherished identity. And that's kind of just what today is. I really want to just emphasize what it's all about. And I, I will be creating a separate episode all about meeting the sword. That was a highly voted topic on my Instagram story for more topics on femininity. And it's all about meeting the sword in God, meeting the sword in men, and then also the masculine aspects of our everyday life in our business or the work that we do. And femininity is truly power through softness. It's never, we never needed to embody dark femininity. I think that feminine power is not just through softness. It's, it's our, it's our heart matter. Like I've made episodes about this. I think I've written about this as well. Like feminine power is a heart matter. It's about our posture, but in more, and more likely than none, it's about our softness. It's not about our hardness. And I think that basically tapping into that doesn't mean that we can't advocate for ourselves. It doesn't mean that we participate in self-defeating generosity or weak-mindedness or passivity. Um, That's not what feminine softness is. I think that when women or people hear that, they think they revert to that. They revert to like, you're getting walked all over. You're not speaking for yourself. Your throat chakra is blocked or quote, you know, like you aren't able to advocate for yourself. And I don't think that's true. And I think that if we see a bad connotation with the word softness or quote, light femininity, then we're more likely to just stay in these loops of confusion of what it means to be feminine or what it means to really just tap into our primordial template as a woman of God. And I think that people who romanticize dark femininity aren't in the most polarized relationships or don't have the fruits to show of a polarized relationship that's in devotion to God within their union. Like they don't have those fruits. They're speaking about concepts that they've made up or concepts that they've pulled through the the sphere of of new age beliefs and energetic talk. Energetics are so important. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that most people, women who I what I've seen who speak about dark femininity aren't in, in the most polarized relationship. They're and if anything, they aren't realizing the the power and the honor of the masculine because you 
in a way are excusing your shadows and then expecting men slash the masculine to uphold those shadows um and that does not equal a harmonious relationship and i don't know about y'all but you know we want masculine men right we want men who take the lead we want men who can lead us with their vision right we want we don't want things to be inverted but i think that sometimes our ways of going about change or embodiment can lead us that way i think that we can remain within our primordial design while still honoring the rebirth cycles of our vessel we can remain in our primordial design while still honoring our nose. We can remain in our primordial design while working to sever the people pleaser in us. And I know that many women can relate to this of recovering people pleasing, recovering perfectionists. Like, I feel you, I see you, I am you. And we can grow through it at each day. Real femininity should not be about a woman's it should, sorry, excuse me, real femininity should be about a woman's essence and character more than how she's being perceived. That's just surface level, y'all. It's just surface level. Your descent becomes the homecoming to each phase. And in this way, you remember and you recalibrate the posture of your womanhood in each season, in, in every descent in every fall, in every transformation, in every recalibration process. And in a way that's rooted, in a way that's secure, in a way that's cherished, in a way that's kept, in a way that's regulated, but also in a way that alchemizes her flaws instead of participating in delusional mindsets that hinders her own unbecoming. Oh my goodness, y'all. Like, I think that it's almost like, I know that women, I think generally speaking, have a hard time with correction and um, responsibility. And in general, it's like we, our flaws, the ways in which that we fall short, we all fall short, men and women, but our falls, like we can somehow orchestrate this way of showing up and this really um, not even planned, like unconscious um mindset traps, um, ways that support our delusional mindsets. And it just hinders us. Like we think that we're like, okay, yes, the dark feminine. Okay. Like you should be able to accept all these expressions of me. Um, and without any, any conversation about regulation, without any conversation about accountability, like these are very missing pieces, <laughs> important missing pieces in quote feminine liberation. And I think we hear terms about accepting everything about ourselves and we're not instructed to accept all parts of ourselves in the word of God. Like there is honor in denying yourself and all of these like anti-union embodiments of woman, of womanhood and selfishness that's plaguing artists by day, like we, we see this so often and we combat this by cutting through the BS, by remembering our cherished identity, by connecting to the art of daughterhood and knowing that oh, our relationship with God gives us the freedom to be feminine.
the freedom to be feminine and it's not in a way that it's about our how we're perceived it's in a way of our character it's in our essence it's in what's already innate that's being brought up out of us that's that's being remembered it's already built in and all of this to say <laughs> a woman's faith doesn't need to be doesn't need to reflect dark femininity. So if you've been seeing all of these concepts online and you're like wondering where to even align, like which, which, which one, there's so much content about it. Just know that dark femininity doesn't, it's not going to lead us. It's not going to save us. We're already reliant on him. We're already sourced by him. We're already chosen and called and spoken for by God. And we can uphold interdependence rather than hyper-independence. We can and we will. And I I had huge realizations when about this when it hit me that these like false feminist narratives that they hinder us and that women are more likely to enable each other and not actually call each other forward. It doesn't happen in my relationships. It doesn't happen in my friendships, especially like I'm not going to sit here and lie to you to make you feel better. I'm going to support you in the best way that I can. I'm very gracious in my approach to things. So I'm still going to like speak truth in a loving way, but I'm not about, I'm not, a, I'm not going to be here just enabling just confusion that's pushed in media. And I think that's all about walking the narrow road, not the broad road. And let me be the one to tell you that your muse and your mystique can be honored. And it doesn't have to be honored through pushing, but it can be honored through magnetizing, through resting in your cherished identity. And what people call light femininity, which is like gentleness, tenderness, flexibility, you know, these all speak to a woman's character and her willingness, willingness to live in accordance with her design. This speaks highly of a woman. It doesn't speak of a woman who's doesn't can't advocate for herself, who's passive. Like, no, y'all, it isn't. And I feel like we just need these reminders. And I was on a walk this morning. And I'm looking, like I'm looking in the sun. It's really hot out here, Florida. And even in the morning, y'all, like I'm drenched from my back to my neck to like my face, everything. But it was it was good to move my body before my workout and like just getting warmed up. But I felt so good. And I'm looking at the sun and I'm just like, wow, it's just, it's so penetrating. Like, and I look to the right and I'm like, um, I'm in the midst of this forest. I look to the right and the lushness like the greenery of these forests, the aliveness of these forests, the sounds, like everything from the leaves to the trees that I'm seeing like far away to the ground that I'm walking on with so many lizards that are going across, going across, going across, like the movement, the life, the life that's lived um, and embraced and is like soaking up the sun. All of this to say, all of earth yearns for the penetrating warmth of the sun, of the masculine. And also all of creation yearns for the penetrating like warmth embrace of the son of God, of Father God, of our beloved, of Jesus. It's in the same exact way. Earth is a beautiful, like a beautiful illustration, a beautiful like like reflection of, of God's heart, 
of God's love. It's so beautiful to walk and to see it, but then also to see the parallels between our relationship with God and then the parallels between like the energetics of the feminine and the masculine. You see it everywhere, y'all. Like it's like when we open our eyes, we can see it so clearly. And I feel like once we embrace differences more than trying to ignore them, once we embrace biological differences, I speak about this in the Patreon episode, like more and more and more, we cut through the noise and cut through the BS and really just see the truth of what we're living in, guys. It's so beautiful. So I want to just close with, oh, wow, this is getting a lot longer than I think, than I thought. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to close with some, some words, a poem that I created unfinished kind of but it serves the purpose she who imagines the unimaginable who finds peace in rooms for gratitude who identifies the desire in her complaints who creates a nest of safety in her body heart and womb is a reflection of her relaxed nervous system this is a softer energetic alluring power because it is rooted in union, a power that welcomes dissent to honor the fall and the rise, a power of relaxed pelvic bowls, a power that yearns for more while holding the frequency of contentment, a power that invites, not penetrates. As we heal our nervous system, she's honest with herself and her people. So that kind of just closes all of what I'm speaking about today, all about devotional womanhood and provision and God, and all of that to say that I'm sending y'all so much love on your journey, nurturing your femininity. I really hope that this served you well and that this supports you on your individual journey, your individual journey. And I also want to speak to just the femininity lover, femininity lovers tier your we are together learning and deepening into what it really means to soften and de-armor the walls on our hearts we are getting reminders all about femininity that no one in this industry is talking about and why it's the biggest secret to my vibrancy to my aliveness in in my feminine and we're deepening into like how we can anchor into and take the first step towards knowing and believing, not just knowing, but believing, like a full embodied belief that you are chosen, that you are kept, that you are claimed by God to then become a well-nourished woman who brings love where it hasn't gone before, within her relationships, within the quality of her craftsmanship and every detail of her life. We are anchoring into all of this to just inspire your unique feminine template and to connect to your mutes like never before and to be on fire for how you're showing up in the world and in your relationships. So I wish to support you in a deeper way. I'm really working on 
formulating more inside of the tier and possibly even making a book club out of it. Like this, these, there are some femininity books that I've been meaning to tap deeper into. And I feel like it'd be really great if we were all like on the same path and reading the books and just diving deeper and just really nurturing, you know, the, the feminine within us all and the fact that we are, you know, devotional women living, living here on earth, you know, growing in love each day, making mistakes, all of the things that we return home back to our primordial template um, in the midst of it all. So yeah, I'm really thinking about the book club things. Let me know, but let me know about what you think about that. And also some monthly calls. I'm really considering doing that. And I know that this podcast is through audio only, but it would be amazing to, I'm certainly going to be doing this actually, monthly calls, but through video as well, like just on Zoom. I think it'd be really great. And this is a really, um, I think, doable price. It's less than, it's less than 10. So it's $8.88 a month. And I think that it's really doable for someone who can't really afford to do like a deep one-on-one immersion experience at this time. I'm opening up my one-on-ones in the middle of October, like I spoke about last episode. But for someone who isn't ready to do that yet, but really wants an introductory to more of my services and my offers, then I'd love to support you in this way. And just to grow our community in a even deeper, meaningful way that's in a private space that's unfiltered. So yeah, I'm sending y'all so much love. I think the next episode might be about meeting the sword or it'll be about embracing the descent. And, and yeah, I'm excited. And I'm content batch and I'm about to be doing some travels. So of course, feel free to message me about any topics that you have in mind. And I'll be speaking to you so soon. And I'm sending you so much love on your journey today.